Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole life natural approach to health and the life-altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine. All right, welcome to another episode of Nutrigenomic Nation where we talk about topics related to your genetic health. So today we have a very special guest. We have Dr. Carol Laurie. She is a dedicated practitioner with over three decades of clinical experience as a naturopath, acupuncturist, and a homeopath. So welcome to the program, Dr. Lori. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. For sure. And uh, we really want to dig into your experience, but we want to get to know you a little bit first. So can you tell us a little bit more about your background and what made you want to get involved with healthcare in the first place? I was always interested in healing and health. Even as a little girl, I was always thinking, well, how come somebody's sick? Why did they get sick? How do they get better? And I had been planning on going to <clears throat> medical school and I ended up uh, living in a communal house where my roommate had cancer. Mm. And she, I went with her to uh, Columbia University in New York, where she was told by the doctor, basically, we've done everything you can, we can do for you, and there's nothing more we can do. Wow. And she was in her 20s and decided that was not going to be her path. And she found a man who, a doctor, actually a chiropractor, who did healing with using iridology and putting people on detoxifying diets. And this was in the early 70s. And you have to understand that in those days, the word detox was not a household word like it is now. So I ended up working for him. And to tell you how naive I was, a young girl came in uh, with bad skin and I thought, you know, you have bad skin, you go on antibiotics. You know, what is the deal? Why is she even what, why is she here doing salads and juicing? It's like, are you kidding? And a couple of months later, her skin was better. She had lost weight. And I began to see the transformation that the people who came to see him had either been injured through regular medicine or not helped. And every single person was getting better. And I started eating his way and juicing and doing blended salads and my health got better too. So one day I'm going through this pile of papers and there was a catalog to the National College of Naturopathic Medicine. And it was like the bells went hmm. off and I thought maybe I should go here. And so that was the beginning of my naturopathic journey. And um, it hasn't, I've never stopped. That was a long time ago. Wow. <laughs> no, a lot, and you've, you've had a lot of experience, uh, clinical experience, especially um, since that point over three decades. And I know you do a lot 
uh, with with patients uh, with with breast cancer or breast cancer survivors. Um, and, and tell us a little bit about that. So, uh, you know, you study about breast cancer and cancer when you're in school and it's, you know, a disease. And uh, one day I picked up the phone. I thought it was a crank call and I realized it was my dear friend. And I heard her say the words that no woman ever wants to hear, which is I have breast cancer. Mm. And at that moment, I committed to going through all aspects of the treatment with her, which took 18 months. And so that was my introduction to an upfront, upfront uh, close personal experience of what really is breast cancer? What does it involve? How, what is the treatment? How arduous it is? And <clears throat> the first time we went for chemotherapy infusion, uh, as soon as she walked in, she was offered Ensure because they thought she was too thin. The number one ingredient in Ensure is glucose. And one of the main facts that's well-established in the science community is that cancer, given a choice between uh, oxygen and glucose for energy, will choose glucose, even though it gets less ATP or energy. And it has to work much harder for that. That's called aerobic glycolysis. So um, then she's offered a popsicle and a lollipop. And when she's done, she's offered a, a cookie or cupcake. So four or five times within a period of three hours was she given sugar. So they're trying to kill the cancer with chemo and then they're feeding the cancer with sugar. So it was like, whoa, we have a lot of work to do here. And I started using my skills as a naturopath and an acupuncturist and a homeopath right away to help her reduce the side effects of treatment and we were in the oncology office and the doctor looked up at her blood work and said, I don't know what you're doing, but I want all of my patients to do that too. Wow. So that was a really, you know, an inspiring moment because she didn't have any anemia. Her white cell count was good. And being able to get through the treatment during the prescribed time is very important. And so I started seeing a lot of women with breast cancer. Um, they re were referring to me from the, the hospital uh, during treatment. And then also people finish treatment and the number one fear they want, they have is, will it come back? Mm -hmm. So um, I developed an online program called Empowered Against Recurrence in which I have live group coaching, which is happening now during the month of October um, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, where I take women through my six steps uh, of how to really know that they're doing everything possible to reduce their risk of recurrence. Wow, yeah. And so tell us a little bit about that. I mean, so if someone is is uh, is has been diagnosed, what can they do right now before treatment? What's the best thing that that you recommend? The first thing I recommend that a woman do after she's been diagnosed is exhale. <laughs> because you go like this. <gasps> And then you're holding yeah. your breath, you're going to the fight or flight. And there's all of a sudden your life, one woman said to me, I feel like my life was ripped away from me. And um, cancer takes a while to develop. It doesn't develop in a week or a month. And you can take a few weeks to first pull together your team, find someone such as myself to work with. I have an online educational program that you have 24-7 access to. That's called thepathofbreastcancer.com. There's lots of tools in there. And one of them is you all the multitude of things that we do in our daily life, you're not going to be able to do for a while. So it really does take a village to run your household. If you have children, take care of your household. You know, are you going to work? When are you going to work? And then there's, you know, an, a Google sheet that you can prepare. And I tell, tell women how to do that and have a friend 
um, help them organize that. And then to prepare for chemotherapy as if it was you're preparing for a marathon. First of all, you don't want to be a victim. You don't want to think, oh, this is going to be horrible. It's something I have to bear. You want to go in prepared. And I, I sh uh, share with science-backed ways women can do that, um, how to eat, how to eat differently to prepare, how to in use intermittent fasting to protect your healthy cells and have the chemotherapy really impact the cancer cells at a higher rate. That's all science proven. So I've like done a lot of my own research to put this together so you have the tools that you need so you can get through treatment in as good as health as possible. So what are some specifics? So other than not avoiding all the sugar that, that was being offered at the treatment center, what are some specific uh, food items that people really need to uh, focus on while going through treatment? Well, I have women come to see me and say, I don't even know what to eat anymore. I mean, there's the keto diet, there's the vegetarian, there's vegan there, I mean, there's 8 million different diets. I don't know what to do. And well, the first thing is you have to realize the standard American diet, the initials SAD, so the initials should also be dangerous because the standard American diet quadruples cancer rate. Mm. That's like a proven fact, not to mention what it does to cardiovascular disease and obesity and diabetes. So the standard American diet, even if you do what you think is a healthier version, I had one woman tell me that she eats Triscuits with avocado and she thinks that's healthy. Uh, there's nothing healthy about that product coming out of that box. It has enough sodium and there's no live food in it. So it's very important to understand that the way we were brought up with the American advertising company is not to our health benefit. So we have to start with a level playing field in that. And then the most research for breast cancer has been done with the Mediterranean diet as how it's impacting the Mediterranean diet has impacted breast cancer statistics and lowered rate. And I put the word mo modified in, the, in there because I think that the Mediterranean diet, <coughs> excuse me, diet does have grains. And I think that we should... Um, really eliminate or reduce those to a large extent, because even though some grains are very healthy, if they're gluten-free, like camut and quinoa have very high protein in there and teff, um, they are still grains and grains get translated or transferred into glucose pretty quickly. So modified, gluten-free, low carbs, and then organic, fresh, lots of olive oil and I call it nurturing nutrition because what we eat needs to nurture our body and our souls. Is there anything different? So post post treatment and because you said their biggest fear is, is this going to come back? And, and so what kind of regimen do you recommend for women to really uh, set themselves up for the minimize any type of recurrence? So we have certain supplements that we use when you're in the, when you're in chemotherapy or radiation, when you're, in treatment. <clears throat> and then when you're finished treatment, you're right, it's a different protocol. So we change the supplements and we change how you eat. And then we begin with what I call my six steps. We have to look at um, your emotional health and trauma. How have you done through treatment? I mean, women have body changes, you know, maybe either a lumpectomy or, and or mastectomy. Have they chosen to have reconstruction or not? How are you and your spouse doing with that? How, are, how has it impacted your intimacy? I did a whole little mini summit on 
intimacy, recovering intimacy after breast cancer. And this is a, the elephant in the room. Nobody's talking about that. It really does impact um, your ability to be intimate with your partner. And unfortunately, um, most, and if you're gay or straight, if you're, you know, most partners don't have that skill set. They don't, they've never had to talk to you about it before. And there is an expectation from the woman who, oh, they should know how to talk to me. Well, they don't. So it's like we have to have an open conversation about what you need and what their thoughts are, what your fears are. Just so bringing out, out these topics really helps dispel stress. And so we have that component, the emotional component. We then go through creating a healthy toxin-free home. You have the ability to totally control what you bring into your house as far as cleaning products, food products. I had a woman with unexplained infertility. I love this expression, unexplained. Yeah. And it turns out when she gathered every single product she was using in her house, 29 different products, she had to throw out her sofa because she had been spraying that stuff on it, which was horribly toxic and causing estrogen disruption. Mm. And three months later, she got pregnant naturally, as opposed to spending $40,000 on IVF. Mm. So we have toxin-free home, we have lifestyle. How are you incorporating a healthy exercise and movement that you enjoy? There's a lot of research about the benefits of um, healthy movement. And of course, nutrition is extremely important. Um, this is nutrition and how you eat for the long-term life. It's not a diet because you can't feel deprived. So how do you modify your favorite foods so that they're a healthier version of themselves? Um, are, if you know, like I used to be a pastry chef, so I've taken a lot of my, um, baking and made it all gluten-free and almost no sugar or extremely low sugar and sugar would be either honey or maple syrup sugar, not never white sugar. So there are ways, especially for the holidays. I mean, people have to enjoy their life, right? Mm -hmm. Um, how do we incorporate juicing? I think, um, you don't have to juice every day, but if you could juice three or four times a week and, you know, you juice enough today for tomorrow too, and you store that in a glass jar in the refrigerator, you, your body needs those phytonutrients and you can alter the constituents of the juice to, to give, um, different metabolic messaging to your cells. And then supplements is a very big deal. Um, I'm a big proponent. And um, people come to me and they have serious chronic illness and they bought their supplements from Costco or Trader Joe's <clears throat> or CVS. Never, ever, you want to buy toilet paper from Costco or aluminum foil, yeah. not supplements. <laughs> um, you have, uh, that's a waste of your money. You have serious metabolic disease. You need supplements made to pharmaceutical quality standards. And we can control a lot of that for you. And you are going to be on quite a few supplements. And then the issue becomes, how do you organize them so they become part of your life and not control your life? And I've worked, when I say thousands of people, I'm not exaggerating. I have a whole system that I've proven time and time again over the years that makes it easy for you to organize your supplements. And I share that with everyone. Awesome. So uh, a lot of things there and, and a lot of what you said regardless if you're if you've just gone through chemo or, or breast cancer survivor it's it's great general advice for almost everyone any disease because it's not just cancer it's autoimmune illness it's Crohn's disease it's gut disruption it's 
emotional trauma and depression. I mean, how we eat really. So these six steps apply to all of us really. And we could, you know, it's interesting because sometimes I'll put myself through the six steps as a little checkup once a year. And I go, oh yeah, well, I slipped in that area. got to get back. I mean, you know, it's not. And also the second part is you don't have to do it in a week. <laughs> you know, it's a six week program that I, I share with people. And Sometimes it takes 12 weeks. I don't, you know, the whole thing with pressure and getting it done and rushing, rushing, that's the cancer energy. We want to be much more relaxed than that. For sure. So October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so we want to encourage everyone to uh, go through their self-tests, uh, schedule, schedule mammogram, and also encourage your, your friends to do the same. Uh, any other advice there as far as early detection? Well, everyone knows someone who's been impacted by breast cancer, up to 13% of women in the U.S. will be diagnosed. So uh, when you just mentioned self-breast exams, that is not an understatement. A, a high rate of breast cancer or lumps are discovered by women doing their exams because you know your body your best, number one. Number two, if you find something suspicious that doesn't quite feel right, uh, don't put it off. And then don't go to the doctor and let them say to you, oh, it's nothing, or we'll keep an eye on it. No, insist right away, no matter how old you are. I have women who've been diagnosed at 32 mm -hmm. uh, to get a mammogram. And uh, so that's part of my empowerment. It's empowered against recurrence. It's empowered through treatment, empowered into recovery. Don't let the doctor diminish your concerns. Okay, because that can really make a big difference. Early detection is very important. And understand that breast cancer is a journey. Um, we can't determine when something is plopped in the middle of our path of life, but you do have an enormous input and control over how you respond. And it's very hard to do that by yourself, which is why working with someone such as myself, joining my on Facebook, The Path of Breast Cancer, Integrative Care, it's a free group. There's thousands of women there who are like-minded about wanting to add integrative care to their, um, make it a holistic plan for themselves. For sure. And, and so you were talking a little bit, and that kind of leads me into the next question I had for you, because I know you're big on mindset. How important is mindset and, and how we think and our thoughts and just what we're saying to ourselves, how, is, how important is that for our overall health? I think mindset in my six steps, mindset is the first thing I start with. People always say to me, why are you doing emotional? It's, you know, you can't see it. It's not that important. It's critical because you can have a certain illness. And if you have a mindset of, well, yeah, I have this, how, how, what's the messaging? How am I going to embrace it as part of myself? And what, what, changes am I going to make? Or you can say, this is really disgusting. I hate this. I'm a victim to this disease. The energy and the life that you will have is are very different from those column A or column B approaches. And I have a more feminine approach towards breast cancer. It's not a war. It's not something to attack or conquer, conquer because what are we attacking ourselves? This is an illness and you want to learn everything about it. So you know how to deal with the fact that cancer is a metabolic disease. You have a lot of control over that. You can alter whether your body is pro-cancer or is like not hospitable to cancer. You control that. 
And you do that through supplements and how you eat and your home environment and your exercise. That's a lot of control. So you're not a victim. And um, mindset is extremely important. Awesome. Uh, so we're, we're running out of time here, but uh, any, any final thoughts before we, we start to wrap up? Uh, healing is always possible. And healing uh, doesn't happen overnight. Healing is a journey. It involves multiple steps. Sometimes a little, little shift can make a huge impact in your life and how you feel about yourself. Awesome. Good stuff. So how can our audience get to know a little bit more information or connect with you? Uh, my website, which is my name, www.carol, C-A-R-O-L. And then my last name is spelled L-O-U-R-I-E.com. I have a contact me page at the top. And also my um, free class, Empowered Against Recurrence. If you Google that, um, you'll get a link to join one of my free classes. I have four more coming up this month of October. Awesome. Good stuff. So our guest today has been Dr. Carol Laurie, a practitioner with over three decades of clinical experience, a naturopath, acupuncturist, and homeopath. So I hope everyone enjoyed today's episode and join us next time when we talk another topic related to your genetic health. Thank you so much, Dr. Laurie, for joining us today. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.